Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Count. I know. I don't even know what day it is. My like, boss got a I'm little like, like. What day of the week is it? It's Tuesday. You have to post your fic. I'm like, oh god damn it. Yes. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> this woman I work with is getting a little uppity with me because yeah. I didn't send her like my number. They're like tracking everything at my like. I work from home all the time, so everyone's just living my life now. I have a sweet deal, guys. So like, but they're making me do extra tracking because they're making everybody do extra tracking because so so they can tell if everybody's working. So I forgot to send her some of my numbers last night. And I was like, I literally don't even know what day it is. <laughs> like, she's like, you have to send me your numbers in 4-3. I'm like, I don't know what day it is. What day are we on? She's like, the 7th. I'm like, oh, that's not the same day. So I understand. Without this bus schedule, without my human, my little human entering and exiting the house, I don't know. Without having to bring her somewhere, I don't know what day it is. I mean... <sighs> It all bleeds. It because does. Weekend? What does weekend even mean? It doesn't. It's all the same day. <laughs> Kyle was laughing at me last weekend because I was like, we were taking a walk and I knew it was Sunday and I thought, well, that's pretty good that I know what day it is, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, what do you want to have for dinner tonight? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then I was like, wait a minute. Didn't you buy a ham for Easter? We should have that. He's like, Easter's next week. And I'm like, ow. But like, honestly, <laughs> I've told the kid. Uh, okay. If you have little children that are listening, turn me off right now. Four, three, two, one. I've told a little, my 12 year old, I'm like, listen, I don't know how the Easter bunny. We're going to see if the Easter bunny can ship. <laughs> have gotten no, more complicated what's funny is we went to um we stopped by sam's club last week i sat in the car and kyle ran in to get some provisions and he came back out and he had some chocolate easter bunnies that was good and i was like, good job, kyle. like oh well somebody's thinking on their feet because no I kidding sure like the few times nick has like like dove into the global like apocalypse to like get whatever he has not come back with candy because I didn't think about that. I didn't even think about it, and so I, and I like, is it risk? Like, is it worth risking coronavirus for? No, no. it's not. So, so when, I told her he she'll get double to to next year. Right. I sit in the car while he runs in, and I just oh, like I'm along for the car ride because I need to get. I do house. not. <laughs> I literally have just started now because I'm in such bad shape. Yeah, because I you haven't need to stay inside. Well, I know, but like <laughs> I, I'm starting to go for a walk. Okay, good. and I'm starting to run. But, like, if anyone comes near me, I'm like, like run, run, move run. away, move away. <laughs> <laughs> Stay out of the zone. Um, so, I'm, like, super calm about it, too. My neighborhood loves me. But so. anyhow, I had this. We had these these in the back of the car with the other groceries that he picked up. And I was video chatting with Shelby. Hey, Shelby. Hi, Shelby. And, um... And I was kind of showing her all the groceries we bought, like, in the back, you know, with the video. 
And one of the kids comes running out to help carry stuff in because that's like the drill. The car comes mm-hmm. home, you go running out to carry shit in. Right. And that's why you have children. Exactly. And Shelby, get you shit. Shelby, right? bless her heart, is like, oh no, hide the bodies. And I was like, oh, honey. Oh, girl. <laughs> We're past that. Now. We're past that point. <laughs> Listen, my kid was really like, we told her she was like betrayed. I had to call my sister because like when I found out I was pretty chill about it. Mm-hmm. But I remember my oldest sister was like, not like later on, I found out that she was not. And she was like, listen to me. She's like, this is a core memory for me. The day I found out our parents are a bunch of liars. <laughs> Like, she's like, I totally understand where Lauren's at emotionally. You just have to let her feel it and process. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. So, yeah, that was mm. that was that experience. Anyhow. Anyway, so what we're talking about okay, is a couple, couple things. We're talking about a couple things today. Because I'm fired up about some stuff. So we're going to talk about what I'm fired up about first because then I can talk about other stuff that just makes me cry, which is the Lost. I finished Lost. It happened. Lost. It took like eight years, but I finished yeah. it. She finished it, so we're going to discuss that, and that's going to be later, and we will give a warning to anybody who wants to remain unspoiled for you guys to hop off. Right. We'll give you a pitch if you want to watch it, but we're not there yet, because there's some (laughs) shit that we got to talk about. Yeah, there's non-lost things. It's Arrow-related in the sense that needs to be discussed. Okay, you know, people will ask me sometimes, Jen, why do you hate Steve? (laughs) There's a lot of reasons. And I will say, because of of fucking shit like this that he does. Okay. So everyone in the country is on lockdown. He lives in Los Angeles, which is a hotbed of bacteria, and they're all just just trying to stay alive and not turn into New York. And he's been staying in Palm Springs. He's been staying in Palm Springs. So he, first of all, he posted, first of all, he had a social distancing (laughs) party, which that... There's no such thing as a social distancing party, okay? So the way they tried to sell it, because for whatever inexplicable reason, they decided to post this shit. Listen, if you're going to go ahead and break the quarantine rules, that's one thing. But don't be a fucking idiot and post it on social media and then get bent out of shape when you get called out for it. Like, there's a level of moronic behavior that I can't tolerate, and this is a new level for him. Okay, so... So he posts that they are like having some kind of social distancing party. And if you piece together, because they call themselves the JAR, so people know on the internet within the fandom who these people are. I am not one of these people. We have super sleuths. God bless you all. There's I love people you. that got their like finger on the pole. Oh my gosh! Like they know when he's they like know. moved his zip code. They're like, yeah. oh, he's over. You know, like they can tell if it's Karina's house. They can tell if it's Aisha Tyler. I'm like, you guys are impressive. They know whose house is whose. They know Get who is who. Careers they in CSI. See the comments they leave on other pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they know it all. This so they piece it all together. Okay, they, I would say it. this particular instance was not that difficult to piece together because no. you could hear. Steve in the background of Aisha Tyler's and, you know, whatever, Karina McKenzie's. So they were selling it to everybody because then they decided that, you know, their fans are a bunch of fucking morons. Um, And they're like, oh, no, we were just spending time together, but we're still adhering to the social distancing rules and there's been no quarantine breakdown. It's all fucking bullshit. There's literally photographic evidence. Literal evidence. (sighs) They're like, oh, no, we weren't at Steve's house. And then, like, 
Emmett's all like, oh, this picture of Steve, I took it. And it's like, okay. Okay, well, he, that isn't a six foot. You guys all foot, need to get your stories. You're like, this isn't a six foot distance. That's a picture of his ass. You're very close to it, Emmett. So that would be breaking quarantine rules. Well, and also, yeah, it's somebody else's house. That breaks quarantine that rules. That breaks quarantine rules, too. And can yeah. I just say, this is not a Steve specific thing. You don't go over to somebody else's house and stand six feet away from them and be like, I'm still quarantined. No, that's not that's quarantining. You quarantine with the people you live with. You share a home, an apartment, a trailer. I don't really give where give a crap where you live, but you leave with the leave the dance with the one that brought you. It's it's that's your group, okay? You don't get to invite other people outside of your home Stead into your group. That's not corny. Your quarantine starts right. over. You're right. Back to then it's all <laughs> right. So I had heard a couple people, people I love, were having issues. I'm not going to mention names, but people I love were having issues with people that they live with not adhering to the quarantine rules. So I was already fucking fired up, and then this asshole starts with this bullshit. So allow me to say, from me to you. If you are not following the quarantine rules, you are an asshole. But you're putting countless people in danger. You You, don't think you are, but you are. You are. Okay, let's just pretend. Let's just pretend you don't get sick. And let's just pretend that nobody you love gets sick. You can kill a stranger. You can literally kill someone with this. You can kill me. I would like Mm -hmm. you to not kill me. So stay in your fucking house. Yes, please don't come, Jen. nobody is special. <laughs> we all would like to work. We all miss our loved ones. We all miss our family. Nobody's a, nobody is special in that regard. We're well, all... That's what I don't get. It's like it's not like we all find this super easy to be... Right, like, it's not like... Locked up together. It's <laughs> not like Steve seeing Cassandra or seeing Aisha Tyler is more important than me seeing my sister's. Yeah. I didn't see my sisters for well, two and months. That's, and that's, I think, what irritates me the most of all, was the audacity of saying, you know, well, we needed to see each other for this very special event. No, you didn't. Here's an and, idea. And, and it's like, it's it's saying that that what they wanted was more important than what everybody else wants. Basically. And, and here's like, the, if you I, can do it, Steve, then everybody else can. And guess what happens? We don't have quarantine. Everybody dies. Okay? Right. And <laughs> he has a massive amount of followers. In fact, yeah. as we were in dis- as okay, so what happens eventually? Because this fandom is the shit. It was about forty-eight hours of dragging and telling Steve that he is a narcissistic asshole. Facts. So of course, there's some stands that love to defend his every breath. So, but what struck me about it was it reinforced the idea that he needs to be an example. Because somebody brought, right. and I don't remember who brought this up, and I'm not calling you out personally. I'm just, I'm just like saying that this was part of the conversation, anything and I replied we, back to you already. That, anything. So you know specific, how I feel, right? Anything that any specific person said was also said by at least like 5, 10, 20 Exactly. So somebody said <laughs> that, you know, the, the governor of New York had had a birthday party for his daughter. And I was like, okay, if the governor of New York fucking city, where they are literally having six to 700 people die a day, had a birthday party for his daughter, I was like, he's an asshole too. I was like, that's not an excuse to be like, oh, well, Governor Cuomo did this, so therefore it's okay if well, Steve and, did it, therefore it's okay if I do it. That's works. the Yeah. I was like, first of all, I highly doubt that Cuomo had a birthday party. I 
been watching that guy pretty much every day for three weeks, so I have yet to hear about a birthday. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> but my point was, this is what happens. You see Steve doing it, and you, and you think, think it's, it's okay. okay. Not okay. Not okay. And it not is okay. okay. You know what is okay is to call out Steve when he does it. You can still be a fan of his and say, Steve, that ain't cool. You're sending a bad message. Yeah, I'm not saying you have to stop watching his TV shows and don't see his movies. Go Burn ahead. his records or whatever. You but you can say that. this was, it was unbelievably selfish. It is dangerous. It's okay, dangerous okay. to the people he cares about. It's dangerous to people who are outside of their little circle. Uh, it's dangerous to his child. Who has asthma, I think. Oh, you're kidding me. That's what I heard. I don't know. What the fuck? I no. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's true. Don't come after me. <sighs> <laughs> That's going to set me off the edge. say that, and I was just like, mm. I hope that's not true. Um, I, I wow. Because that's. <sighs> Let's just hope that's not true. So, callous. So we went, what, 48 hours of people saying, hey, Steve, you're a dick. And if there's one thing consistent about Steve when he's a dick, <laughs> is he can't stand it when people tell him he's a dick. Can't stand it. It's not like he can just take the L and humble himself and learn from the situation. No. no. This bastard's got to double down on absolutely everything, which makes him the worst. There's no growth. There's no learning. There's nothing. So what he posted today, which set me off, because I was like, I'm not going to say anything. It's, yeah, whatever. It's fine. I was like, no, no, no. Now I'm going to say something. So he tweeted out a picture of him wearing a T-shirt that says, be a human being with a bandana tied around his face. Now, and he it, wasn't said, a, uh, it wasn't a current picture. That no, was from yeah, Coachella I, last year. Okay, but. and so he retweeted that picture, and he said, old picture, new meaning. Which only leads me to believe, and you may correct me if I'm wrong, Calissa, uh, <laughs> that he is saying anyone who was calling him out on his behavior, first of all, He's covering his ass to make it look like he's really taking this quarantine thing seriously. Oh, and he is, he is a man of the people and is concerned with all of humanity because look bandana and t-shirt, which communicate that. But he's also telling people who called him out for being an asshole that we're being assholes for calling him out. See, that's what he always does. I'm like, no, when you do something legitimately wrong that is life-threatening to people in your area, you, they have a right to say, hey, not cool. Which was the, which was the well, most also, I saw people saying, were like, dude, this is, not, this is not a good idea. I mean, I actually saw a lot of fans who were genuinely worried for his well-being, which that takes it a step above that. Listen, I ain't Jesus, but you guys go ahead. <laughs> so. Well, it's, it's, it's just... It comes back around to this is a bad message to be putting Horrible. out. Horrible. We Horrible. definitely need people to be staying at home. Yeah, I mean, Evangeline Lilly. What's Evangeline just... Lilly? She was all tweeting Ugh. like two weeks ago about how, you know, she's business as usual. Her kids are playing together with other kids because, you know, don't infringe I on her freedom. Like, her listen. I, really I mean, I her. can almost give her a little bit of wiggle room because we were just on the cusp of like, shit getting really bad it so it was at the start but it was like we were far enough in that we looked at it and we were like oh things are gonna get rough like you could look at it statistically and you're like we're fucked but from like but like steve literally 
did this within the last 48 hours, which is unbelievable. You have people, when you see the numbers of people who are dying, they just surpassed the amount of people um, on September 11th in New York, um, which isn't a huge surprise because it's a pandemic and that works differently than you know, a terrorist attack, but still, it's a very sobering, horrible, horrible number. The, it, it, it's a it's a call to us that we need to take it as seriously as we can. And, and here's the deal. When people do this shit, when you break the quarantine rules, okay, You're you just make the quarantine longer. last longer. <laughs> I want to get out yeah! of <laughs> Listen, I want, to, I want my husband to be employed at the end of this. Shut up. Follow the rules, and then we can maybe turn around this end of days economy that we've got coming at us, which is basically worse than the worst than the the depression. Deep breath, Jen. Deep breath. Like it's just a lot, Kelly. <laughs> just like it's, I've been in the house. People are not in their houses where they should be. Well, and they're flaunting it, and that yes, that and flaunting like, it like they're special. You ain't special, Steve. Newsflash. And and I was trying to stay out of it. I was agreeing with I all know, the we people were that be were like, like yes, this is yes, some bullshit. Yes. And I was I'm like, yes, it is some anything. bullshit. Like, but I'm just going to kind of stand over here and be like, he's an asshole, but we've been new. Okay. Right. But but then. But then I sent you the picture. <laughs> well, no, that was today. But I mean, the, a couple days ago. Then people were bringing Emily's name into it. Oh, now, why does that always happen? I don't know. I don't know. They're where. not married. She's not in the quarantine with him. Well, here's the thing. I don't know where she is. I think she's in Canada. I Whatever. don't know. I don't track her. So I don't she's know. She's being where smart exactly keeping her ass is. off of social media if she's breaking <laughs> she, a quarantine rule. Like the first the first week or so of quarantine, she popped up like some people posted like pictures of their Zoom meetings. She was having some sort of a writer's meeting on a project she's working on. And so she was like, clearly, you know, like doing her little Zoom thing. Like, okay, there's Make some the responsible the right. yeah. social distancing. Yeah. And she had posted a couple things things like, hey, stay at home, people. You know, like, that's it that we've seen from Emily. And I'm fine with that's that. That's fine. Meeting. I don't need the daily like, you updates. You don't need to be wearing the bandana and the t-shirt out there. Yeah, I don't need it every day. Okay. Right. But, um... But somebody was all like, oh, you know, if she'd have been in California, she would have been there, too. Oh, and I'm like, stop it. And I was like, OK, wait, wait. Time out. Time out. You can't say that. Because well, yeah, because you don't know. You don't know that. A, she's not there. And B, you don't know if she was there, if she would be there. To stand there and say, you know, if she would been was there, she'd have been at that party, too, is... Asshole yeah, movie. I'm not dragging. Like, I'm sure there's members know. of the jar that weren't there. I don't even know who's in it, but I'm not know. dragging those people because they weren't there. So they didn't do anything wrong. If Emily, if Emily showed up and went to whatever Aisha Tyler's thing was and posted about it like an idiot, then I would then be dragging her ass too. And I think that's the point these people are trying to make. Oh, they wouldn't drag Oh, Emily. we would be cool oh, with it if Emily. Yes, no. I would. Listen. <laughs> I would drag. My grandmother for <laughs> breaking. So I have dragged. So, you know. Who have I dragged? I think I was dragging my uncle because he was being a dumbass. I, I told I'm, my dad I'm to call afraid. him a dumbass. Yeah, I'm not afraid to call anybody no. out. We're not for, shy for this right now. Okay, <laughs> but to try to drag her into it, like, like that's some reason not to drag Steve or something, and it, that hit like a trigger for me i was I like i know you oh. love her so i know well it's not even just loving her it's just it's this we can't drag steve because 
you wouldn't drag Emily. A, I would drag Emily. And yeah. B, false, that's not how this works. False you know? equation. <laughs> false math there. It is. It's extremely false. It's it's immature. It's juvenile. It's ridiculous. Here's what I can't Just stand. Just call it what it is. I wasn't going to was say anything. I really wasn't. I, you know, I I liked some, some tweets where there was some really top of the line A plus dragging. <laughs> Just beautiful thoughts beautiful. and notes and just people really. Works of art. They, they really, works of art. Mwah, chef's kiss. You know, I was just like, people really thought about it and they put it all into it. I love you fandom. I was like, they're just doing it for me. I don't need Drake his ass. I'm not going to say anything. And I wasn't even going to bring it up on this freaking podcast until that motherfucker posted that picture. Because if there's one thing I can't stand, it's hypocrisy. It's down. Hypocrisy. Him actually calling people out, say you need to be better human beings. Okay, you first, asshole. <laughs> you listen. Stay I'm in your house, and then I'm, I'm staying home. I'll staying sit down with my priest, and we'll sort out all the ways I can be nicer. But until then, stay in your fucking house. You aren't special. <sighs> that's and that's that's the bottom. And that's 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 what special. drives me nuts. And particularly when we have we have doctors and nurses who are literally putting their lives on the line. Literally every time. They literally every time who are terrified as they're going home that they're going to infect their children well, and their loved ones. Terrified, but they're, they're also, sleeping in garages. You know, it's like they check they check social media and they see shit like this. Right. And it's it's devastating. It's devastating when you have people. I mean, what was the last? We have nine million people out of work in like two weeks it's ast- these are astronomical numbers that a have president. never been seen before never so he is a rich celebrity who's gonna survive who doesn't have to worry about money he's nope. and he's obviously not concerned about getting covid because nothing can touch him fyi if you're under the age of 60 you are not immune it there doesn't guy, require you to have a pre-existing condition no, to get a, this. There was a guy that was 44 years old, my age, mm-hmm. in, in, in Reno here. Was Spark, that in whatever. Reno? Did the wife talk on CNN? I, no, I think that was a different one. Oh, God. But it was a similar situation that was cr- oh. where they, um, she, he exhibited symptoms first, and then she started throwing up, and they both went into the hospital. He brought her to the hospital because he was like, I'm really worried about her. And the wife was like, please look at him, too, because I think he's he's mm-hmm, sick, too. Mm-hmm. And he ended up being admitted and she was le- allowed to go home after she got rehydrated. Uh, and he died days he later. Die? Yeah. And he had no pre-existing. Condition. No, there was another 40 year old man with no pre-existing condition, was doing fine, barely had symptoms. Boom. ICU intensive care in 24 hours on the vent. He was gone within 72 hours. And what breaks my heart is in these situations, the wife isn't able to be Yo, there. You don't them. get to go into the hospital and hold no. your loved one's hand as they die. This You're a nurse here, and your doctor. She out, yes. She found out after the fact. Oh, they that's, a, that's horrible. The nurse and the doctor and the were calling her. She basically was like communicating via phone what she wanted to say to him. She was like, get a priest for him for last rites. You know, for, yeah, they were for doing scout, Zoom. She, she wasn't sure if it was that bad. They said, you know, we're intubating. Well, no, because it can next, go. I mean, once you get intubated, and I dead. want you guys to understand this, 
okay? Because I was born, or I had a daughter who was on intubation. It's a fucking terrifying thing because once they intubate you, you don't know if your lungs are going to be strong enough ever to get off of it. Okay, so this disease has very long-term consequences, and that's why people, for respiratory illnesses too, and that's why people are dying. So this isn't just a matter of, oh, you know, Nana's got the sniffles. No, you're going to kill your grandma if you don't stay in your fucking house. So for me to see a person who's not worried about money, has no no concerns about that. He is a, is a spoiled actor who is perfectly healthy for him to be like, well, I want to go hang out with my friend because whatever she decided to get, I don't know, fucking married or something and disregard. No fucking excuse. No fucking excuse. Literally there are high school seniors who are not having graduation. They're missing prom. You know what? My nephew is graduating high school this year. It's a major deal. And he has just been an absolute angel. He's like, oh, you know, I think we're going to have to miss prom and probably graduation. I'm like, buddy, I'm so, you know, like I'm heartbroken for you. It's like, okay. He's like, it's okay. I just, I'd rather people be alive. Like my 18 year old nephew has more class and common sense than Stephen Amell. It's 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 absolutely despicable. And then to turn around and double down on it. And then like insult no the people deal. who had who were yeah. right to call you out on your behavior, yeah. who, by the way, were showing concern for you, too. I wasn't, but the other people were yours, you big dumb idiot. to throw some hip- hypocritical, <laughs> you know, be a good human like me. <sighs> I was like, all right, well, now. Now he's just a dick. And so if you want to know why Steve drives me nuts and why I don't like him, it's because he does this shit all the time. And listen, he's a nice enough guy when I'm shoving $80 in cash in his hands. Sure. And that's it. He's a nice that's guy. That's for him. He's, that's all he cares he's, about. He's I'm nice sorry. enough to my kid when I'm forking over $100 in cash. He's, he's smart enough to not be a dick to an eight-year-old in public. Okay. That doesn't go too far with me, though, okay? I yeah, pay for a service. A of honor. Like, yeah, it's like, that's like being nice that the, wait- the waiter brought you food. Well, it's their job, you know? You paid for the food. So, and I know plenty of people didn't have those experiences with him at Con. After you shoved the $80 in cash in his hand, he still was a dick. So, I have to be honest with you guys that, you know, it's, it's continual behavior over the last, I don't know, five years where I'm like, yeah, not a fan. And if he ever once showed abs- at any humility and apologized and was like, oh, yeah, you know, I wasn't thinking, but I would be floored. But he I doesn't would, do I that. Would be, I would admire that. Yeah. At least that. Right. But he doesn't give us There's that. so much ego there and so much narcissism. I can't. I just can't. And I was going to leave him alone because whatever. But Live and let live. Live and let live, but... When he's doubling down on shit and insulting the very people that were like, hey, buddy, this isn't a good idea. Maybe you want to think about it. And then treating those people like we're fucking idiots that they can well, pretend like they weren't in the same spot. Karina McKenzie. Yeah, we can we can piece it together, honey. I mean, it takes an, um, an enormous amount of gall yeah. in this kind of global just disaster area to be this selfish. And that's what it is. Yeah, this is separating the wheat from the chaff, guys. Listen, there's going to be people who rise to the occasion, and there are going to be people who do not. I'll let you make your own decisions. All right, let's stop stock talking about this dickhead. So, <laughs> lost. Jen finally finished lost. I'm so excited. 
I'm excited, but I'm also hurt in my soul because Callista Wolf, here's the thing. Like, on a basic level, I know that you're a little dark and twisted. That's what I love about you, okay? Like, I'm your sunshine, and, you, you know, we know just think, yeah, it's, exactly. You're like my little dark cloud, and I'm the rainbow that bursts through it. We work really well together. I didn't actually understand how fucking twisted you were until I realized that you've watched this series like 800 times in a row, and there's like scenes in it that are absolute gut punching. They are rip your soul out. Rip your soul out. Hello, darkness, my old friend. There Girl is no hope. In a fetal position. Yeah, and you and want walk. to die. <laughs> Scenes. Okay, but wait. First, before we talk about Lost, Lexi. Oh. I got she you, girl. Gave us, she gave us a lovely challenge that was we each have 10 seconds apiece, 10 seconds for me and 10 sec- seconds for Jen to sell her on Lost because she's never watched it. Okay. So, Lexi, here's here you go. Are you going first? Yeah, I'm going to go because I have it in my head and I'll forget if I don't. So. Okay, go. Start Arrow was about Oliver Queen's last soul and redemption. Lost is a whole bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> need redemption and lost it's all lost souls okay finding each other on this island does that make sense that's your, that's your 10 seconds i got it okay that's all i got okay Kelly's gonna be way better at this because she like no i've i've been thinking about this but i know I it's, I hard. it's hard it's hard like there's a lot going on in head. it so it's like how do i bo- how do i boil this down it's difficult it's got Fantastic writing, fantastic characters, beautiful scenery, gorgeous music. It's got supernatural elements, Lexi, which I know you love. It's got the unexplained and the explained, and it's got the most heartwarming ending you could ever think possible. Biblical. Well. In nature. Ending, which I like. But it's, okay. Yeah. She she did a better job. She she did a better job. I just went with theme. I just wanted to like cover all the things because characters, fuck yes. Yeah. Story, fuck yes. Music, fuck yes. Location, fuck yes. Like the whole thing. I wouldn't, I found that I was more successful in my enjoyment if I didn't get too wound around the axle about like what all the mysteries mean. Right. You need to think big picture. It's kind of like if if you were just watching Game of Thrones to see who ended up on the throne. I can see how you were really disappointed in the show, maybe, or whatever, but, like, how frustrated. But, like, Game of Thrones was bigger but than who gets journey, Game of Thrones. if the journey meant something right, to you, right. it, was, it was, yeah. Okay, so but now we're going to talk about it. Let's, I'm, I'm a little head shy about comparing Lost to Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones oh, so yeah. dropped the ball. Yeah, the they didn't drop the ball. No, no. Well, I, I mean, I've gotten how many years? Good. How many years has it, has it? 10, 15 years it was off the air? So all I've yeah. ever heard about is how much the finale sucked. Didn't answer anything. It was super late. I was like, okay. So I had watched a part of it because I watched the Lost pilot and then I watched, <laughs> and I watched like the last five minutes because I just wanted and to you see were what, so fucking what confused, I was like, like what's, what's the island? And I was like, they're at a church and like everyone seems pretty happy and Jack's dead. Cool. So I like had no, like I knew it was going to close on Jack's eye and it opens with Jack's eye. I knew like, like, oh, Jack died. It was just pretty fuzzy on basically everything else. You're listing spoilers here, darling. Well, I thought she was gonna. She's gonna sign off. Oh, well, we haven't told her to sign off. Yet. Oh, okay, sign off. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So Lexi and anybody else who hasn't watched Lost but is thinking that maybe they should. And hey, no better time but than honestly, quarantine. But honestly, if you've remained unspoiled on Lost, bravo to you. Um, <laughs> but no, Lost is on Hulu. Go yeah. watch it. It's good. It's, it's, it's worth the binge. It's a good show. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. We're going to talk spoilers. So yeah, I've already started, but you know. Nothing. Bye, guys. Yeah, that was like nothing. Bye, guys. Major. Yeah, okay. Bye, guys. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, like, I was really expecting it to be like this garbage dump of nonsense, and it was really wonderful. I really it, loved it. I was quite hysterical. Oh, well, as the in whole, like, the sobbing. The last, like, five episodes is just like. Well, Cal is. I, I was watching with Cal. It was more fun chest. when you watch with Cal because she's. She loves loss, so it's like okay. So like, okay, I got to nice. a certain point. She's like, okay, now we just have to like, it's pedal the metal and we go. So she's like, carve out some time. I was like, okay. So we, I was like, pedal the metal and we go. And I was like so emotionally exhausted. Like I went to bed <laughs> at like nine o'clock. Nick was like, are you okay? Because I'd been crying for like three hours straight. <laughs> I was just completely wiped out. I was like, I was like, this is like. I just can't. I'm an empty shell of a person. He's like, okay. <laughs> He's like, no. I like took drugs and I fell asleep. It was intense. Uh, that's, that's one thing I didn't mention in my, my summation. Lost will give you the lowest lows, but also the highest highs. And they'll sometimes happen in the same episode. Like, yeah. I would say the most painful moments. Yes. Happen like microseconds crying. after the happiest <laughs> moments. And you're just like, fuck you, Lost. It was literally <laughs> like my tagline. <laughs> but it's not like Arrow where it's like they just like it's misery porn. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I feel like some of the pacing is similar in the sense that like I'm just thinking of one particular storyline that you knew I, I was know. complaining about. Well, they never caught a break. Okay? I was like, I finally was like, all right, <laughs> the misery Jane's son, okay. I've been waiting for two God blessed seasons. It might not have been two seasons, but it felt like two seasons for the two of these people to get reunited. We're in the, I was like, we're in the last season. When the fuck do these guys get together? And literally five minutes later, <laughs> Callie's like, no. And they get to get, they're reunited. That's on the beach. It's amazing. Everything's fantastic. And then they kill yeah. them like 10 minutes later. In like one of the most gut-wrenching scenes it was I have ever seen. Listen, drowning ain't a good way to go. I don't want to go that way. How so, about like, getting uh, blown up by dynamite? I That's could do, I would, I would so be Saeed <laughs> with the dynamite. Over the slow and painful drowning while also watching my husband drown. Like, no, but also, give me the dynamite. He had told her when they reunited on the beach. I know. I'm never going to leave you. And that's why when we were watching that, I went, oh, God. I'm like, you, I said that you are evil. You're an evil person. I just made you watch bullshit on the Vampire Diaries. I didn't actually, like, send you through torture. Listen, that's just so good. It was so hurtful. <laughs> I just, they were my babies and I just wanted them to be forever. That's, that's, and see, here's the thing. I love shows where you love just about everybody. Yeah, I would say that this is like a, it was a television show where I pretty much loved all the regulars. I was pretty great and cool with all the ships. Like, I, I was like, yeah, that's cool. I'm, I love Jack and Kate. I love Sawyer and Juliet. I love Jin and Son. I just want Hurley to be. 
the president of everything, you know, Saeed, and you he's a swell guy. Got your yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I like Saeed too. I was like, Saeed has great hair. And then I was like, because I was like, so Saeed's like all dark and twisty. And I'm like, how's Saeed gonna, you know, how are we gonna Pull shake out Saeed? Because I, mean, I was like, I was kind of like, I think everybody's gonna die at some point. So I, because I kind of figured out what the sideways world was. I was like, oh, that's purgatory. So I just kept saying to Kelly, I was like, I just want to go to purgatory. I hate the present day. There reaches a point about halfway through the last season where purgatory, the sideways world, the sideways flashes, whatever you call them, was a more preferable, uh, a yes, more preferable storyline than, than what was happening in the present. Right. The present was like, oh, my God, I want to die. <laughs> no, it was horrible. It was like one miserable thing But over in Sideways World, people like are waking fighting up actual Satan. I'm like, what? Can we just go where there's like babies in hospitals and like Sawyer's a cop and I don't know. Jin and Sun are like totally together and it's great. I don't know. Jack has a son. <laughs> so depressing. <laughs> Hello, darkness. No, it really was. It was really awful. But then it was okay because they all went to heaven together and it's fine. <laughs> Which is funny because I've seen so many shows copy that idea, but I didn't know it really originated with Lost. I think it was a, you know, like Julie Plaque totally stole that from Lost. Totally oh, yeah. stole it. One hundred percent. One hundred percent ripped it off. <laughs> like didn't. Which is fine. She was. She ripped off Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Constantly, like literally word for word dialogue. Does so. she have any original ideas? No. Like there, I, it was a little like one of the reasons why like I started watching the Vampire Diaries. I feel like somebody on a blog or something was like, "Oh, if you liked Buffy and Angel, watch Stefan and Elaine." I was like, "Well, I like Buffy and Angel and turn on." And I was like, "Well, yeah, they're like Buffy and Angel in the sense that they literally copy exact words of dialogue in scenes that Joss Whedon wrote." Sorry, that was a little bitter. I'm still pretty mad at her. <laughs> I'm going to get over it. really hate that woman. Um, so, okay. Okay. to Lost. Yes. So, okay. So, Ships. It was interesting because Cal is a big Sawyer fan. Listen, I like me the bad boy who mm-hmm. redeems. And his redemption story from start to finish, like where he started the show and you go back like you go back and you turned on the pilot he's such now, a Jen, dick i know watch, watch sawyer and you're like, holy shit yeah you know, he he started out really bad you yeah know, he was a con man he was a dick to all the people on the island well and that's and- why kate had a thing for him because she didn't feel good enough for jack she thought right. sawyer was more her level right and the the, the, the Sawyer and Kate is like Oliver and Laurel. They're two yes. like Oliver and Sarah. Yes. They're too similar. You know? Yes. You can't, you, like, he, no, not neither Laurel or Sarah were going to make Oliver any better. And that's what Sawyer needed on Lost was somebody that was going to make him better. What I like about Jack and – so obviously my – so as I am the yin to her, yin to her, yang, I <laughs> like Jack. So Jack was my favorite character, even though he was a pain in the ass, stubborn motherfucker who was almost never right until the so very much. end. And I'm like, okay, he finally gets it. <laughs> but when he finally got it, <laughs> it's it so, beautiful. so beautiful. Like, when, oh, I, f- I found it. I found a YouTube clip. Of where he said, yeah, the, the, the so Hulu face. cuts ah. out shit. 
so Callie's telling me, oh, no, they cut this really great line. And the line was, you know, so it was what I got, what I got really excited about because everybody knows how, like, I made, like, Arrow. I made fucking Arrow, like, a religious thing. And they're like, hey, Jen, that's kind of stretching it. It was like, no, they made it easy on Lost because, you know, you have Jack, man of science, and Locke, man of faith. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's the epic battle. So it was really awesome because, like, he was fake lock and he was the devil, but like, it was also like science and faith going at it. And Jack realized that faith was the, the right answer all along. And he says to fake lock, he's like, it's a disrespect that you're wearing John Locke's face. Uh, he was he right was about right. anything. Yeah. I started. And it was just like, on. even now, my, it gives me chills. On my I know. He's like, he just was raised. Because right it's just, oh, like, it's so It was so, so good. Because, like, you know, it's like, you know, Jack finally understood. And, like, what was really shocking to me about the whole mystery of it, because I didn't under, I didn't know anything about Dharma, whatever, the last, what I found very oh, interesting, it's really this. a biblical allegory in the most obvious way that I've ever seen on a television show. And I think, honestly, when people say they didn't like Lost, I think that's what they didn't like. The biblical aspect people, to it? Yeah, I think people felt betrayed. They were like, ah, oh, It should be more science. They, they, it, it was just all about religion in the end. It's like, well, it wasn't yeah. about religion. It was about faith. It was about, you know? well, you know, I, I, you know, I mean, God knows I was having fun with Cal and even her husband, Kyle. I was like, ooh, this this character is like Peter. This character is like, <laughs> it's like you're picking your, you can pick your disciples and characters. And and, and it, that was really fun for me. But I think, I think also they weren't like saying, Hey, no. this is the right religion. No, what no, they were they saying weren't. is they were talking to a broader truth. And some of those answers guys, you're not going to get until you're on the next side. Okay. Yeah. But it was essentially about bringing, I just love that scene where it's like Sawyer's like my life when he's talking to Jacob he's like my life was awesome and Jacob's like shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah not awesome <laughs> Jacob's all like none of your lives I was he's like your lives were the crap and I saved you, guys you from were all a hot it. mess when I brought right you like give me a break but they were they were all they were more lost off the island than they were Correct. on the island they went to the island. To not be lost. And once you get to down to the, I'm not going to tell everybody the boy and purpose, but once you get down to the reason why all the characters are, well, yeah, I guess we did spoilers. (laughs) So like when you find out they're all candidates to replace Jacob, who is essentially the Christ figure. He's the Christ figure. And we're, and we're working with the Antichrist and the Antichrist. What I loved is the Antichrist takes on the faith of the face of the most faithful man of the tribe. Like, that is such a thing Lucifer would pull. Because while he's trying to get you to commit atrocious acts, he likes to give you the middle finger, too. He just loves sticking it to people. And that, to me, was just... And that's why it was so great that Jack addressed it. Because it it was hard, because I was like, I was going... Because Callie was always telling me, oh, I love Locke, I love Locke. And I had only seen a snippet of Locke. And I was like, well, but Jack's beating the shit out of him. He seems kind of like a dick. It's <laughs> like, okay. And then I was like, so I got to know Locke. I was like, oh, he's awesome. And then it was fake Locke, and I didn't know that. So it did illuminate some things. <laughs> it's like, well, maybe you shouldn't watch You're this. You're like, like oh, he's month. being so nice. Maybe should like, I like. Warning like, bells. Warning bells. Like, this is why you have to watch all six seasons. I'm like, oh, okay. But yeah, no, I mean, it was really, 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 really good. 
And what I liked about the ship par- shipping part of it is the shipping was really secondary. It really was. And that's honestly, me, that's what I prefer. I don't like shows where that's the sole focus. Like the, Vampire Diaries drives her nuts because it's like it's just about the love triangle it's just in a about lot of and ways. That, and I don't know why, but that frustrates me. And I see a lot of people that are like, oh, you got to be watch Bones. It's all about this ship. And I'm like, eh, it's a procedural. Right. Ship. Oh, I get That's really frustrated. In, right. I get really frustrated in procedurals because they go so slow and there's no you know, you can watch the and, couple and for 10 years. It's the problem I had watching Lucifer. Well, that and I didn't really care for the female character. Like, Well, I couldn't uh, get on board with – I can't get on board. I'm too Catholic for Lucifer. I'm sorry, yeah. you guys. I can't ever get on board with feeling sad for the devil. Sorry. I'm really comfortable thinking he's an asshole. So we're just going to leave it there. <laughs> I get it. The guy is an interesting story, and, you know, it's just entertainment. It's totally fine for you. I just, It's just like I'm too ingrained. I just can't do it. It's like watching yeah. Jesus get married. It's like, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> um, but I, I, it's just, I can't go for these shows where, where the relationship is the central focus. And listen, I understand there's a lot of folks that that's what they do like, you know, and that's, and that's I would fine. say that's the fair. shipping was a bigger deal to me than it was to you. Like I was really worried. I wasn't going to like get invested in Sawyer and Juliet or like Kate and Jack. Cause like, there's so much other stuff going on. You're like, okay, are we going to have any time for the but relationship? That's what I love about the ships on last. Right. Is, like, you can love them. And, but there's also all this other stuff too. And it all works well together, you know? And it's just, like, well, it's like, it's about, it's about Kate's relationship with, um, Sawyer. It's about Kate's relationship with Claire. It's about Jack and Locke. It's about Jack and Sawyer. It's about like it's about you know Jin and Son and Son and Saeed and you know it's like it's, and then you got Sawyer and Miles. Sawyer, yeah, and... it's just like, <laughs> but they all have such profound stories shared between. Them. There's no character in the main. Sorry, guys. A little bit of technical difficulty. That's my computer. Is we're not usual. we're not operating in a in a studio here so sometimes we have issues yeah so I was just saying you know it was a true ensemble show in the sense that you know all the characters interacted with each other all of them had impact on each other um and I gotta say Lost was pretty lethal if you were not bringing much to the table you were gone you were gone it wasn't (laughs) like oh we're just gonna send them off to like wherever no no you die (laughs) in in season three there's they notoriously brought on nikki and paolo yeah and they tried to pretend like nikki and paolo were We're always there (laughs) and it was like nobody was buying it and i remember watching it live like everybody's like what the fuck is this (laughs) like there was such immediate and and a harsh backlash to nikki and paolo that the minute they had an opportunity they killed them off and then they didn't just kill them off i love the episode where they do it because it's just oh (laughs) it's so well it's so meta yeah you know no this show winked at you know because i guess there was like lots of people saying oh they're all dead and they the kept whole, yeah, the playing whole, with the people. Yeah, with the Richard Elpert, like, who flips out. And he's like, we're all dead. <laughs> this is hell. And it's like, this that was hell. one of the most popular fan theories. And Richard, of course, was very wrong. And so were the, right. the, the people who thought so. And that was them kind of nudging at those people saying, ha, ha. But see, I don't <laughs> mind that the island itself was not purgatory. Yeah. I think that's an interesting concept to... 
that the world is more mystical. I like that they kept the sci-fi kind of mysticism aspect to it. Yeah, they never really explained why the island was no, the just, island. Yeah, it but just, that's kind of like trying to was. explain why God created the universe. It's like, I don't know, he felt like it. <laughs> it's like, it just, <laughs> it just, it just did it. Is, okay? Right, it's like trying to be like, well, who created God? You're like, I, I don't know. <laughs> who knows? I feel God like did. The, import, <laughs> the important questions were answered. Yeah, I mean, I I was getting it. I I think it helped a little bit that I was a little bit spoiled on the sideways world. I think the sideways world would have been more confusing. Um, Let me tell you, watching live, we were all like, <laughs> "What the what hell the fuck is this?" You know, <laughs> like, are they just showing us an alternate reality where they did land? Like, yeah, where the whole bomb thing worked. Like, I I, I would have totally thought that was like still present day. Or like an alternate timeline, or I didn't—I wouldn't have known what the heck it was. But I kind of knew going into it just because I'd watched the last like ten minutes. I was like, "Oh, there's a different reality where they're all reuniting with their loved ones." Like I saw the Sawyer and Kate candy me- candy machine scene, and I was like, "You mean Juliet?" Or Juliet? Sorry, yeah. I was like, I saw Sawyer and Juliet, and I was like, "Oh, they're the cutest." I, I don't know what happened to her. So <laughs> what happened to her was absolutely good. It was horrible. <laughs> And kind of Jack's fault. But then Jin and Sun are kind of Sawyer's fault. So. Everybody got to kill somebody. It was Pretty fun. much. It was like, nobody was getting out. You know. I would say Jin and Sun were like the most pristine. But that ain't saying much. And I also no, like. No, but the, the think thing. of how Jin and Sun started off. I mean, True. she was trying to leave his ass. Oh, I know. It was he so was bad. Like, uh, he was I not love great that they the didn't beginning. really mess too much with them in terms of the alternate love interests. They were doing no, like no. The, the third guy there for a minute, but they dropped that. And I mean, if you look like Jin, I ain't leaving how that. Could, how can he step out? I mean, even I mean if sometimes he is that guy would take off his shirt and I'm for like, your Thank mafioso you. So father. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, and the suit. Can Jin wear a suit? Holy crap. Listen, like, so he works a, for the mafia. It's there fine. There was no really <laughs> ugly people on this show. No, they were so. also pretty. And, like, they still looked pretty after days and days and days and, like, sweat and dirt. But, like, like it, was, it was believable pretty. Like, the yeah. women didn't have makeup, but they still looked good. Right. I know? mean, you have to look like Evangeline <laughs> Lily to be good with not a lot of makeup. Um yeah, so I, I was, it, well, oh, we haven't even talked Although about, like, my Claire's favorite, rig. one of my favorite like, characters, uh, ben. ben. Oh, Ben. See, I told you you'd like him by the end. Well, I told you. yeah, but, like, my favorite <laughs> scene of the entire show is the Ben scene. Which one was that? It's when he kills Jacob, and he says, is that when he says, what about me? Yeah, and Jacob says, what about What you? about you? I was yeah. like, oh, that's the stuff right there. I mean, I've written 30 pages on what they said in two, for error reviews and what they said in two sentences. Because Ben is all about Ben. And he has, in the sense that Ben is very conniving and he's always focused on, he wants power, he wants control, he wants, you know, we're like that in our he own lives. He wants to be special. As he right, said, and be special. End, I, I wanted to be special like you. Right, and I wasn't special. Well, Ben, we're all special in our own ways, but perhaps there's, you know, is Ben the hero like Jack? No, is he beloved like Hurley? No, but Ben never really wanted to work on himself and figure out what was special about him. He just was kind of a conniving asshole. But I love that line because Jacob is essentially the Christ figure. 
So it's literally Judas saying to Jesus, you know, you're not holding up your end of the bargain. You're supposed to give me what I want. And that is such a human reaction to our suffering when life doesn't go our way. We're like, why me? What, what about, about me? me? And Jacob's response is what I've been saying in these reviews for years. What about you? Why not you? What make, you know, if I have a problem, what makes me more special than someone else having the exact same problem? Well, and what I loved was when Ben was told towards the end that Jacob was waiting for Ben to have a change of heart up until the very last second he killed him. Mm. And that shook Ben. Because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, God. <laughs> what Listen, did I do? this show doubles down <laughs> on free will like none other. Oh, man. Like, holy. Like, no, you're making, you're making some free choices. Will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's like, no, no, honey. You're going to have to decide for yourself. <laughs> and then you, you pick wrong. <laughs> and now here's a pile of pain to go with it. Oh, I thought, I think Ben, it oh, actually makes me more furious uh, how how little Arrow used my girl Emerson. Oh, see, now you it's understand criminal. my pain. Oh, you yeah, it's criminal. why I was so excited. Oh, I was like, you were like in rage all season. I'm like, calm down. I saw the guy. I saw a little bit of a person of interest. I watched person of interest for a little bit. But, like, I mean, he's next level with but, Ben. But, like, that's why I was so excited yeah. when he was announced and so disappointed in oh. how little he was used. Because he plays bad guy very interesting why he wasn't and i th- i feel like they did this and this is arrow's greatest failing <laughs> if you ask me is they're like everybody's expecting this so we're gonna do this instead because nobody expects this except the fact the reason nobody expects it is because it's stupid it sucks nobody has, it's a bad we thought idea. you could at least come up with a better idea than that <laughs> Like they, they don't, I feel like the only reason they didn't make Michael Emerson the main bad guy, Caden James, the main bad it's guy, is because he has a name and everybody was is because everybody him. was expecting him to be the ba- main bad guy, and they're like, oh, now it's surprising. It's this other no, guy. No, it's like, not surprising. The other just guy wa- is stupid. Yeah, you just wasted an Emmy worthy actor on yeah. some bullshit storyline and acting with Katie Cassidy. Good job. <sighs> Anyways, that I gotta say, like, if you're really driving towards the 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 core of the story and what they were driving at with all of the characters, and that they're coming to understand the point of it's very similar to Oliver Queen is the point of suffering. What is the point of suffering? What is the point of loss? You know, and even when you've lost people, um. You know, how do you survive that? What are the choices you make out as you are, you know, they put these characters in some very life and death scenarios. And do you hold on to your humanity? Do you become a good person? Do you rise to the challenge or do you fall? Yeah. And some fell. And some fell some very long heights. (laughs) Some (laughs) fell and came back. Some 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 were constantly on a roller coaster. Hello, Sawyer. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, would you pick a page, buddy? It's the hair. He can do whatever he wants. Well, he was, uh, and a lot of, I love what they did with Sawyer, like how impacted by grief his choices were. Oh, he pretends to be the least affected because he's the most affected. Yeah. Because he was like, he, 
He, him and Oliver Queen from, could like write a whole. From a, he came from a pit in the ground, right? And he rose to the highest heights, and he got to spend these four or five, whatever, however many long years, in in 1977 with with Juliet, yeah, living yep. in Dharma you know, and he he. Things were good. Yeah, they weren't happy that they that the rest of them came back. Oh, they were like, he was, no, you don't he need was to happy. be here. He was going to propose. He mm-hmm. had a ring. You remember that? Yeah. And everything was great. <laughs> and then it all got ripped away and Juliet died. And like Sawyer was like, well, fuck everything then. And <laughs> that was kind of his, his frame of mind until very close to the end. You know, he was ready to just give it all up. Yeah. Care I think the gin and son thing. Gin and son snapped him. him. Yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, that was a pretty massive fuck up. <laughs> Jack's like, yeah, see how it feels, bitch. <laughs> that was exactly. That was like. <laughs> Join me in my guilt. <laughs> that was the incorrect quotes lost. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Make up our own little sentences that may or may not have taken place. Uh, well, I mean, you know what I loved about Sawyer and Juliet came along just as I was starting to get fed up with Kate. Because they were getting a little too, I would say it was like season two, season three. There's a little too much triangle happening. It's like one week she likes Sawyer, the next week she likes Jack. And I can't stand that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm cool with a love triangle. If you have a character. Kate was just. Like, pick a lane for an extended period of time. You can sprinkle in moments with the other half of the ship, but like, stay in the lane. You know? And then when it's time, then you move to another lane. That was the one major feeling I would see is like they were having her flip flop every week and it just made her look like a douche. You know, she's like, well, she's just a dick. And she's a little douchey, but um, <laughs> she was flighty. I would say Kate is my chick. least favorite character, but I like her the best with Jack. Well, here's the thing. Here's one thing that like Kate and she did this a lot, but this was a more specific example. Like they would tell Kate. We're going to go do this. You stay here. She'd be like, no, I want to come along. They're like, no, you're going to fucking stay here. We're going to go. So they go. And then she's like, well, I'm going to go too. And then like she fucks everything up. Yeah. She ends up getting kidnapped or gunned her head. kidnapped and used so they can't do their plan. Right. Because they have to save her fucking ass. Right. And it was just like, oh, fucking kid. Although... Like, yeah, have, that's, the writers were trolling us all on that too because Kate shows up at the very end and she's and ultimately she who bacon, she didn't yeah. stay back and she saves Jack. So yeah. at least she got a little, there was a little something there. Well, and I just kind of thought, I liked that Sawyer and Juliet were like, uh, they were like, yeah, we love each other. We're, this is it. There wasn't like when Kate showed back up, there wasn't a, like a lot of, oh, I still like her. Like Juliet was obviously worried about that, but Sawyer was like, we good girl. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I was just annoyed with it. Like Jack and Kate felt like Ross and Rachel. Like they're not going to put them together until the very last episode, which which is exactly what they did. <laughs> and you're like, oh fuck you. So I was like, I was like, am I only going to get like those couple of episodes where they were like like two episodes where they were happy? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, all right. So at least Arrow in that sense was better. <laughs> like that sucks. No, I have to say, I probably loved. You left out another ship. Oh, who did I leave out? Penny and Desmond. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm not as big a Penny and Desmond fan as everybody else. <laughs> like I was expecting to be like really shooketh 
with the Desmond and Penny because there was like there's like I've heard about these moments with the phone call and like it's like well I think a lot of the reason that that episode is so beloved is just because it was so outside the formula of the show true you know it was very romantic yes well it was romantic but it was just like he was bouncing back and forth in time and people's brains were getting blown and they're like oh my god this is amazing yeah what am i watching this is something and then you had this great emotional catharsis at the end of the episode so you're like okay best episode ever (laughs) well i feel like they were probably one of the first shows to use maybe these alternate realities and timelines and flashbacks and flash forwards and we were all over the place so i'm sure watching it live was pretty crazy but i can i can very much see how if you were totally wrapped up in what is the polar bear room 23 (laughs) what is dharma initiative you know why is the apollo candy all they eat you know what i mean it's like what are the numbers it's like i can see why you would be frustrated by the end because what they were basically saying is that's not the ball game and that's that it's forest it's, through the trees was was an allegory too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like that escaped a lot of people. Like if attention. you're too invested in all the facts and the science, then you're like Jack. You're missing the bigger and you message. need to see the bigger picture, which is the ending of Lost, which is Locke. It's just something to think about. Just something to mull. It's like your the reason you didn't get it is because you don't get it. Yeah, I mean, I would say it really speaks to, I mean, I think if you really want to drill down maybe on spirituality and that kind of, I mean, again, that's separating wheat from chaff here. It's like, you know, you are going to run into some people who don't believe and that's, you know, that's fine, but you're going to have a difficulty with the ultimate message of loss because what loss is saying is all that shit doesn't matter. All that shit brought these people together, okay? And it was all the stuff that they had to do to stay together and to you know, become better people. But, the, it, you know, room 23 wasn't the point. Having the answer to room 23 wasn't the point. The point was finding each other, becoming better people, fighting for love, and ultimately redemption. Doing right when there is all these other choices of bad to make. And it was very biblical at the end of the good versus evil. Mm. And yeah, you know, Jack was somebody who was constantly searching for the answer. What's the answer? Jack was constantly focused on, you know, I, you know, put one plus one equals two. And nothing on the island is one plus one equals two. And Locke was able to roll with that. He's like, well, the island's going to tell me what to do. And Jack's like, fuck the island. I tell it what to do. And that's not (laughs) how it works. (laughs) And every time Jack did that, he screwed up. (laughs) Things didn't work out so great so he was so focused on you know getting people to the islands it was like it was like every season it was like okay jack is like like has this myopic view of get off the island jack has a myopic view of get back to the island it was like he could never the blinders were always on and it really takes him until the final season to be like i'm just gonna sit back listen Maybe Sawyer has a good idea. Let's do what Sawyer wants to do. I'm like, what happened to Jack? Is he body snatched? I'm so scared. Yeah, it was. So, I I mean, so the whole battle that you get between Jack and Locke is I could see that you would have those battles between fans. Yeah. Which would be have been fascinating to watch 10 years ago or whatever. I mean, 
I know you have the impression that everybody says it was really bad, but there was a lot of people who really loved it too. Good, because I loved it. And I was I, like, I was in like different little fan communities. I wasn't on like Twitter or anything with this, but I was like, I had groups of people that I kind of, you know, we mm-hmm. we discussed the episodes and whatnot, mm-hmm. and everybody that I always talked to always seemed to get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And loved it for what it was. Well, I mean, his dad, to me, was like, oh, we didn't get any answers. I was like, his dad just laid it out on a platter. Because Jack, (laughs) I love it. Because I'm just like, there's just so many times where I'm like, oh, that's a very Peter. Peter's always my favorite apostle because he is, he constantly screws up. And you can actually hear Jesus in the Bible get exasperated with Peter. <laughs> like there's a tone sometimes when we're talking to Peter because Peter like just can't get it. He's like, we're going to, you're, you're going to rise. What's going to happen? <laughs> like, What's going on? And that was a very, it just felt very Peter at the end where, where Jack is like, okay, I'm trying to hang with you here, but I'm dead. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And I love what his dad said. I was a mess. I was an absolute mess. Because, you know, we're all going to have that kind of conversation someday with somebody, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. here's the point of it all. And I loved, loved what got me interested in maybe watching Lost because I was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to like, I don't have to want to have to care about polar bears. But was, what was interesting was the way they threaded via film the moment of someone dying and the moment of their awakening in heaven. Mm-hmm. The, that, that kind of of Jack sitting down in the church with Kate with all of the with all of the lost people sitting down and then as he's sitting down he's falling down on the island and then it goes white and he closes his eyes I was like that was some pretty spectacular because what I love about that is time is not a real thing well, and in his the dad next even place. said that. Right. Much. And was I was like, like, that's so fascinating, you know? You're, you don't stop focusing on when. Right. That's not a thing. It doesn't It doesn't matter here. It reminds <laughs> me, what was the, the haunted because house show? Because he said, you know, some of the people, yes, y'all died, but some of them died before you and some of them right. died that long, was the mind after you. Right. I was like, that was the mind bender for me because I was like, oh, you know, Kate could have lived until she was 95 years old. Well, and or, then you, you don't know. know how long Hurley was. Right. It could have been centuries. You have no idea. I also loved what they did with Ben at the end, that he mm. wouldn't go inside the church. Because he was, he, he still had work to do. He still he had, had work to... to do. He had to fix it with his daughter. He had to, I like that there were people, everyone's in the purgatory, but you know, you can, you know, you could tell, you know, Anna Lucia, she's not ready to go, you know. Um, and, and, and Eloise knew what was going on, but she wasn't ready to give it up yet because it was such a good life yeah well yeah and if desmond moves on to the next place then she doesn't have desmond and you know she doesn't have daniel sorry i meant daniel um <laughs> like, that's not desmond's mom um yeah it was i like from a spirituality standpoint i would say that like that that's about as close i mean other than like what's that angel show <laughs> i can't touched remember by an angel? touched by an angel this is like the most spiritually i feel accurate which is crazy because it was about freaking polar bears and and see smoke monsters. I knew this, and I knew you'd love. Yo, it yeah, I reason. love that. I was like, and whatever. that's why I was like, Jen has to watch <laughs> fucking Lost. 
Oh, yeah. And Jen's like, do I have to? Do I'm I like, have yes. to? You're like, yes. You'll watch Vampire Diaries. I'm like, ah, fine. It's Just horrible. Watch Laws. It's so terrible. I've been watching, like, I kind of rewatched a little bit of season two. I was like, season one through three of the Vampire Diaries are, is a solid show. Four through eight is complete shit. <laughs> Which, that's a lot of years for a TV series to be crappy. So, it's amazing I stuck with that show. But, yes, no, Lost, and I think they were very wise in when they ended it. Oh, they were extremely from. There were so many people that were like, how about one more season? Oh, no, God. No, this is no, where no. it ends. Yeah. Because then, that's when it started. I mean, I think that's true of a lot of series. They've got about five years in them. And then after five years, you're looking a little long in the tooth, you know? So you're pushing the envelope a little bit longer than what is perhaps necessary. Okay, are we going to answer questions? I mean, I suppose if we have to. Uh, okay. We probably should have done this before we started. I know, this is bad. Uh, I might be missing. There's a lot of chatter on our watch over notifications, which is awesome. I love that you guys all visit. Yes, tell us um, all of your thoughts. So Mark has been sending out script pages, which have been pretty fun. There hasn't been anything mind-blowing. Well, um, I think we already pretty much know everything at this point. Yeah, but it's fun to, like, people can print it off. And, uh, but still... didn't, like, somebody go look in, like, a, a script thing at a library somewhere, and they, like, took pictures of all the different, like, the big moments? And so, like, oh, I feel I like know. I've seen everything that already is important. All good. Okay, I find the I found the last. Um, <laughs> oh, ship baiting would be a good topic sometimes. Yes, Sim, that's a good idea. I'm gonna write these down because you guys have been giving us really good ideas for podcasts. I but I have been like so focused. I have to finish Lost. All right, so I'm gonna write so ship baiting because yeah, that's some bullshit. Let's not do that. Um, I don't like ship baiting either, and I remember there was a time. Season two, <laughs> where I thought they might do that with Elicity. And it was after season two. I was like, oh, no, no. Okay, they're, they're in game. Cool. Got it. <laughs> uh, so Gabby asked, everything you've watched since being stuck in the house. I would probably say Lost or Tiger King. <laughs> Listen, if you haven't watched Tiger blower. King at this point, what are you doing with your life? Did you hear the yes. authorities are yes. opening up the investigation? Yes, and they're doing another episode? Yes. <sighs> I love the I power of the public. Yeah. Listen, Tiger King is good. He's making Shit's money. Creek. <laughs> Folks, Shit's Creek is having its finale tonight. Watch Shit's Creek. It will clear up your skin and harvest your crops and all that good stuff. <laughs> Just watch it. It is everybody like is always talks about it so fondly. You watch it, you will see why because it's it's one of those shows that you literally can't say anything bad about it. Okay, so Angel asked what good comedies. So that's one comedy, Shit's Creek. And then I have been catching up on Single Parents, and it is laugh out loud hilarious. The kids are actually even funnier than the parents. It is really – you don't have to be a single parent to enjoy it. It is really genuinely hysterical. So I would suggest that one. Also funny is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, she Always. just finished Nine-Nine. So, no. um, okay, no, talk us through – I know. <laughs> Cersei, Smoke Smile – uh, talk us through your Elicity bracket choice winners. So your number Seriously? one was three twenty. Duh. I know. So it ended <laughs> is there up. Any other answer? So your 
<laughs> so your bracket choices ended up exact same as the fandom on the Twitter. It was the I, war of I the sexies. I found that extremely validating. Yeah, you were validating. <laughs> so I went a different route. It For me, it ended up at 301 and 320. And you picked 301. I picked 301. Which someday I'll write more about why I picked it because I'm going to do a, my top 10. How did you end up at 301 and 320? Weren't they on the same side of the bracket? They were not. Yeah, they were. Oh, wait. Maybe it was. No, let me look. You must have been 520 versus 301. Uh, no, I think it was 320. No. Oh, hang on. I posted it on my blog. She's a meal. Can you give me a No. <laughs> I know my truth. You're like, no, it's not true. It could, you could totally be right. It's 520. I could oh, be right. Okay, hang on. <laughs> You're right. No, fuck you. 520. Yes, yeah, it's 20. You are correct. Never <laughs> tell Kelly she's I wrong. She'll come for you. Um. Oh, Penny has an interesting question. How do you think that shows being left in limbo and unfinished because of the quarantine? I think I'm very glad Arrow and. Oh my god! Like okay, can we talk about this for a second? Because I thought of this. I mean, we would have ended. Let's pretend season three. We would have ended on three fifteen or season four, four sixteen. Or season five. Oh my god! Didn't get of despair. How would we live? It would be terrible. Oh, Listen, God. I'm I can't. I'm really glad. Like, there's nothing that I'm really watching that's, like, current that I'm, like, I know that's impacted be by anything. So I'm, like, I'm cool with it right now. But I've got a lot of mid-season replacements. So I think what they're going to do, I personally think what's easier is they're going to scrap. Like, that's it. That's the end of the season. And they're going to push storylines. And they're going to – then you start back up again in the summer Ugh. if people get released for filming because i don't crazy. i don't know how you fix that like i thought I, I, I saw legacies are like oh this is our series finale and i was like or season finale i'm like but is it so i'm so grateful for shows like schitt's creek where they did already film everything yeah and they're like oh wow good girls <laughs> oh, filmed i gotta catch up on good girls i mean I think the only show that I might be impacted by is The Rookie. But I don't even, I mean, that's fine. I don't really care that much. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how I am about Good Girls right now. I'm like, I, I, I'm watching it and I'm like interested in it still. But like, I used to ship kind of Beth and but not, Leo, you know, and I'm like, I don't know, man. That's such a good idea. <laughs> he kind of turned a corner. <laughs> <laughs> and she turned a corner. And it's just like they turned opposite corners. And they're like, going okay, in different well, directions. Maybe we don't want to beat the drug dealer. Maybe that was no. such a hot plan. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I this reminds I'm not, I'm not. me very much of the writer's strike. Yeah, it when did that, that happen? I don't know because I wasn't really watching TV then. Was I want to say that was like 19... Nineteen, something. really? Nineteen, something. Nineteen, twenty-four. <laughs> was it two hundred seven? The Guild Strike was two two thousand and seven. Yeah, so I See, was. Oh, yeah. That would have been during Lost. So what was I doing? I don't know. You were doing. So I was birthing my child and near death. I was birthing so I missed a child. It. Yes, I was. Birthing. <laughs> you had to be birthing a child because our kids are the same age. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you're birthing kids, let me tell you, you're like you watch no TV. (laughs) 
They're like, oh, but don't they go to bed? Then you go to bed. Yeah. Honestly, all we used to do with Lauren <laughs> was when she was a baby, we'd sit her in the middle of the room and just like watch her. It was the most entertaining yeah, couple hours of my life. You probably don't relate to this as much because I don't know how much you you went out during her early years, but I am so grateful I don't have a super young child right now. Oh, listen, y'all, if you are out there with the toddlers and preschool and you elementary, have you have all of our love and support oh, and you are God. warriors amongst the war. Because... God damn. Well, so what I want to tell the tell you is okay. So for the first, God Lauren damn. was a Lauren was a micro preemie, so she's born at 28 weeks, and so the neonatologist basically just told me, "Hey, we're gonna release you from the hospital. Don't get too excited. You're gonna be right back here in a month." And I was like, "But I don't want to be here anymore." And he's like, "It's just because people can't ever tell their families no. They can't ever tell friends no. Germs all over the kid, and the kid gets RSV and pneumonia." And, He's like, it's just, it's just a reality. And I was like, or I can tell everyone to say the fuck away from my kids. So that's pretty much what I did. Uh, she was not allowed around any school age children. Like, yeah. and I was, she was the first Several grandchild. And I said, like, I just like, I was a viper. <laughs> like I was a bitch on wheels. I was like, no, this person can I mean, if it was an adult, sure. They could wash their hands and hold her. That was fine. But like little kids are just, I love them. But all my little nephews are like little They're cesspools germ of germ carriers. I'm like, it's not yeah. happening. So I pretty much stayed inside with her for a year. Yeah. It's doable. It sucks, but it's doable. It does suck. But like, can you imagine just having like, even like a three-year-old? No, Nick and I have talked about this so much because and I think like we would have been cool. Us. I think it would have been okay with Lauren from infant to age three because she was basically like I don't like other kids I just want to be with my mama I like to be home I mean it's really my favorite Lauren period <laughs> it's so sad it's over and then she turned four and it was like hello world so he's like if this was like four and up he's like we're fucking screwed and the only reason we've survived it with a 12 year old is she's fairly self-sufficient and we bought That's her a phone so she well, can we've, zoom we've all got... the friends We've got the 20 year old, the 13 year old, and the 12 year old. And like, they're all, they just. Yeah, like, no, like, you don't have to, work, like. They're gone. Right. They're well, upstairs. like, we don't have to, like, like, you actually have, like, I am talking to my sister in law. She has a seven year old, a four year old, and an infant. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. So she's literally, <laughs> she's like, call no. me Mrs. Knudsen, because she's literally the school teacher for the toddlers. And then. Uh, my brother-in-law, he's the nanny for the baby. And like, that's their day. They are literally, they're, they're the teachers. It's, it's, that's, I can't even, cause like I can tell hard. Lauren, go do your homework. And she does the online school yeah. and then she has questions. We help her, but like, I don't have to like take her through the freaking well, like, online program. I'm sitting here. I've got my little setup in the living room by the TV in the fireplace. And I got my laptop and Amen, I'm all sister. set up and I can look over and look into the kitchen and the kitchen table, which is where the kids' workstations are set up right, right now. And they've got their laptops doing their distance learning and they sit there and they work. And if they have any questions, if it's math, Kyle comes in. Amen. If, it, if oh, it's something else. You and I can oh. totally quarantine together. If shit gets bad and it's like end of days, we'll come down to where you live and we'll just like camp out together. It'll be fine. And, no, Kyle, Kyle made bell, a bell system on our, on our Alexa. Nice. And so like at nine o'clock, the school bell rings 
and they have to cut be down there and sit there and then at eight or nine fifty they get a break for ten minutes. Love it. And then back on and then a break for ten minutes. See, you're good lunch. at this. I don't we don't and even then, keep like, learning on that end schedule. Of the day it, she announces, you know, turn in all your work, school's over for the day, and then it plays cool in the gang celebration. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think that's a great idea. Like if your kids need structure and do better with structure, I would just structure They've it like done the school day. Great. And they, they do good because they're used it. to that. They're used exactly. to like basically like living in a dictatorship and like well, they're like a little army and they just go where they're told. We started off. We started off this quarantine with two weeks of spring break. So I was like, it's going to be impossible to get these kids back to school. Oh, it's not happening. At home after after two weeks of spring break. Are you kidding me? No. But that first day we had the they bell good. system go and they. Boom! Hit the nice. Oh my god, damn! We had a mo- we had a momentary meltdown. My daughter doesn't like change. Yeah, it's hard if you're if you're rigid. Like she's me. rigid. Uh, I'm rigid. There's a lot of rigidity there. It's fine. Nick and I both but that's own where that. The bill system comes in handy because. Liam's a little bit on the rigid side. She was just, just like, like ready to throw herself off a ledge because they they loaded all the schoolwork all at once for the week. So she thought she yeah. had to get it all done on Monday. So she's she's like, this is insane. We're like, breathe. <laughs> You're turning colors. <laughs> and then she just has to cry. Because like now we're getting to the preteen. Actually, yeah. to the teen. And things are emotional. And we're That's getting a little fun. more emotional. Have you have you experienced the like momentary mood swing? Where oh. like, they go from being fine to like screaming yeah. at you. And you're yeah. like, what where the hell just, was like, that? Where she just started like hysterically. <laughs> Oh, like that happened like the night I went to bed for lost, right? Because I was emotionally exhausted. She had a freak out about something. And my husband didn't want to make wake me up because I had a headache from all the sobbing. And so he Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> so I was comatose because I was on narcotics. They're not narcotics, but they're migraine drugs and they feel like narcotics. Anyways, so I get up the next morning and he like grabs me by the arm. He's like, you need to talk to our daughter. There was something happening. <laughs> And I don't, I don't know what it was, but you just got to deal with it. <laughs> I was like, okay. And so she's like, so, I was like, what happened? She's like, I got a little hysterical on dad. I was like, oh, about what? She's like, piano lessons. <laughs> I like, like, oh, honey. I was like, there. yeah, that's fine. I was like, you get that from me. Uh, so Nick is just like, please, God, don't let there be two of you. <laughs> like, I think there's going to be two of us. You can hang out with the dog. All right, so that's so yes. If if we are by any way uh, easing your strife, if you're listening to us with a glass of wine, cheers to you, parents, because it ain't easy, honey. <sighs> it's not easy. It's really not easy. Um, Elicity, what's your ideas for a quarantine, Elicity trope? Well, Cal's writing a. Um, I mean, everybody and their goddamn dog is right and stuff. Just and get on archive. Like, there's looks. so much fic, I can't keep up with it. Listen, it's amazing. Lexi, Abby, and Saris have all been doing this this competition to see who could have oh, the fic? longest fic title. Mm. Like, like the it. longest title, just not the fic, but the title. And I think Lexi won it today. I think hers was like 52 words. In the title. Oh, my God. It was absolutely absurd. But all this stuff, like, is doing, using the trope and the bingo cards. And oh it's gosh. just, like, there's so much. I, like, just, it's, I admire people so much that who can, like, be presented an idea and they can, like, and go. Because I suck at it. 
Like, I have to just, like, it has to be spurned in my brain. And even then, it takes me forever. I'm I'm writing one right now. Well, I'm posting one. Well, you're posting one, one, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, like, on chapter two with that one. Yeah, I wrote that one But you're going to do another one that you just tweeted. I'm writing one. No. (laughs) You're one behind here. Uh, (laughs) I told you there's so much fake. I can't keep up with it. (laughs) So I wrote the one that I'm posting now back in November. And right now, I'm also writing a Friends with Benefits one. And it's, I'm like. But that's not the Smoking Billionaires no, one. No, okay. that's a different one. That's a different little bunny that attacked me this week. The, um, the one that I'm, I'm working on right now, the Friends with Benefits, is, let's see, I'm on Chapter 6 of that. Okay. So I'm like trucking away on that one. The Smoking Billionaires thing that I, I, I tweeted the poll about earlier I haven't written any of that. That is purely planning stages. Mm. And I'm like, I'm trying to keep that one like simmering on the back burner until I'm done with the current one. Mm. And then I can go into that one. So it's like, there's fic all over the place, you guys. Everybody's It's, writing it's like an explosion. Notes. And my criteria for fic is, are they having sex in it? Then I'll read it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, mean I, I like a little bit more plot than that, but. I'm pretty easy to please. Listen, Shelby's Terminator <laughs> AU does. And you're going to read it. It's good. I am so obsessed with the Terminator. It makes me so sad that the movies are shit. Because no, the first but two not are all awesome. the movies are shit. Listen, okay. Did you ever see Terminator Genesis? Is that the one with Sarah Connor when she's older? No. That's the one where they rewrote. Like they 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 went back to like the 1984 like the original oh, one. Oh no, I missed that but, one. But like since obviously that actress Linda Hamilton is too old to play herself as a young twenty something. Right. They had recast her. They had a different actress play her and a different actress play Kyle Reese. But Arnold okay. Schwarzenegger is still there. But no, it is it's good. It is without a doubt the shippiest of all the Terminator Ooh. movies. Is it shippy with Sarah and Kyle? Oh, girl. Because, like, that they was my shit. have to go through the got... little time oh. thing together. And you know how you go through the time thing together? You don't ha- can't have any clothes on? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm there. It's, it's, it's super good. Pretty. And there's all this tension. And, and, and it's wonderful. And anyhow, that's the one that Shelby is writing the AU of. And it's so good. It's got so you got Mark Oliver Shell. and Felicity. All right, so I got to watch the movie first. And then I can read. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Okay. Uh, Nicole... <laughs> What show are you watching that you never considered before? I promised after I finished Lost that I would watch Community, which my soul sister Jen, that's like her favorite show of all time. So that's next on the docket. I'm watching Community. That's fair. I don't have anything on the docket. I watch wherever the wind blows me. (laughs) There's some debating about whether Sarah and JJ are twins. They're twins. I don't give a shit. I'm not even going to listen to any decoy. Okay. Like, do we on care? It. They're twins. They're twins. Didn't somebody say they were twins? Like Mark or somebody? Uh, I mean, I honestly, like you guys, honestly, I can email him that. I'll just email. I'll find out yeah, for just you. Email. I'll just email. But I'm, I'm, I'm operating off the, the, the assumption. If you say, oh, but we're somebody emailing. said this, and then this Wikipedia page says, I don't give a I checked in. Everyone in his family is alive. No one's symptomatic. He's writing. His wife's baking bread. Ask him if they're twins. His kids are watching too much TV. I'm like, preach, brother. All right. So are are Sarah and JJ? I mean, I love that. You all know how I feel about multiples. 
I don't care. Okay. <laughs> oh, don't watch. I watched a crime doc. I've been watching a lot of those. I did. Did you watch the one on Hulu, The Most Dangerous Animal of All? You know, no, because I've been watching the ones on Netflix. <sighs> okay. So don't watch that one. I just saved you four a, hours. I just watched one on HBO, actually. So spoiler alert if you want to watch this, because I'm going to tell you exactly what happens. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Turn me off. Got it. Okay, go. Yeah. All right. So there's this guy <laughs> who becomes, he was given up for adoption or he was stolen away from his birth mother. Anyways, he be, he's very invested in finding his birth parents and he becomes convinced that his father was a serial killer. The Golden State serial killer. killer. Like yeah. a really, I think there's another name for him, but I can't remember. Anyways. Oh, not BTK. It's the one who uh, did all the... the it was the one with the symbols and wrote the letters. Oh, Zodiac? Zodiac, yeah. He's con- convinced that I watched his- that movie. It was like on Netflix. Yeah, okay. So Zodiac. this guy is like convinced his biological father was the Zodiac killer. He meets the real mom. He gathers all this evidence. He mi- he writes a book. And listen, for about the first three hours, it's a four-hour four document. For the first three hours, I was like, he had me. I was like... Your dad was a motherfucking Zodiac killer. And then it's all bullshit. The last hour, they blow it all apart. It's all bullshit. I hate when I hate that. Because I was like, why haven't I heard this on CNN? If they caught the, who, if they knew who the Zodiac killer was. I feel like I would have. Well, they do know who, well, again, I'm influenced by the movie I watched. Who, who they obviously were like, it's this guy. Yeah. It's this guy. So obviously everything makes you watch. You're like, oh, it's, it's guy. this guy. But they, yeah. can't, they can't incarcerate him because he died when they were bringing him in for questioning. Like they had an appointment uh, to talk to him. And oh, then he, he died like of a okay. heart attack. And I'm like, yeah, it was him. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> oh, Maddie Schiff just tweeted out podcasts when we were on them. Aw. We got to have Maddie on. So Maddie came up with a really cool idea that we're going to be doing. Yes. I'm not going to even tell you what it is because it's too cool so, and you're going to love it. it. So we're going to bring Maddie on because she's in charge right. whenever Maddie's on because it's the wise choice. She's better. Well, Maddie is organized. And she's just wonderful. And she comes and she has documents and there's things for us to follow. And We're not organized. We don't do I'm that. <laughs> and she's just like, she's like a rainbow that sweeps into she our lives. She keeps us in <laughs> um, Okay. We called out Steve and his fuckery. Uh... Okay, so I'm getting lots of questions about when we're going to do random episode podcasts. Like, they want us to do season one and season two and season three podcasts, all that kind of stuff. You guys can send us any questions you want about particular episodes. We will, there's no like hard set rule. This is the only thing we're we'll not going to like watch the episode while we're podcasting. No, I don't like doing and that. And live tweet. Because, no, like, like, I'm not, I, a, I don't, first of all, I don't want to be on camera. Well, I mean, even even just like on audio, like watching it, and I'm like, no, right? Like, I think no, probably once boring. once I start rewriting, when I start the season one and season two reviews, you know, it'll probably come up in conversation more when we're podcasting at the same time. But feel free to fire away a season three question or a season two question. You don't yeah. have to wait for us if to be doing a specific episode. What we think about a specific scene, just ask have it. at it. We'll answer it, no problem. Mm-hmm. Um. Casey. I saw your tweet, Casey. It's funny. Uh, there was some question about is Barry Allen cheating on Iris? Listen. What? I don't know. I'm going to find what is it happening again. On the I know. I was like, I saw it. And then it was like, Iris. 
I've got lots I'm of I'm looking because I swear I saw it. So maybe that was on my own thing. Maybe I was on my Twitter. Okay, I'm going to scroll back down because I swear to God I saw it. That, like, because it's not really Iris or something. Oh, because it's mirror Iris or whatever? Yeah. Okay, and the other one, so ship baiting. Then we got, oh, Silver had a really fun question. I don't even know if we can make, oh, this is a nice question because I love my Silver. Who does? She's like, if you guys don't know Silver, I don't, you're missing out because she's like the most delightful human being on the planet. All right, so we were chatting. Me and Silver, because she was discussing writing, and I was discussing her writing, and we were discussing Walt Whitman, and it was a thing. Uh, so, <laughs> so what do you talk about about how y'all got into writing, fan fiction, or otherwise? Make a thread for people to share as well, and what kind of motivations you need, where your inspiration comes from. Do you think we can get a full podcast out of that? About what? Or our inspiration for writing comes from. Oh. I don't know. I know. We'll think about that one. I'll uh, think about that one. It's a good I one. Don't know. It's like, I don't it's know like a very it self-reflective. It's it's it comes from the ether. I know. <laughs> Silver's deep. Okay, Silver's idea. Okay, I'm writing stuff down, guys. Um, I think that was it. I don't see many other questions. I think we covered most of them. These are questions from last week, so. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm trying not to miss anybody. Okay. Oh, yeah, because I started our whole thing about you have to pick a th- <laughs> I'm going to only let people pick one scene. Um, I think we're good. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you guys. On the whole ship baiting thing, I know I know it's a big deal with the Car- uh, the Kara and Lena. Okay, so in the same vein, I think Penny was, like, thinking of uh, Supergirl because Melissa Benoist is pregnant. So now the yeah. whole... St- Filming is out of whack. I would expect there's going to be like. I'd be surprised if any shows are back before July anyway. Well, I mean, think about it because that's when they start filming typically is like June, July, right? I mean. I'd be surprised. And if they're not releasing people to go back to work by July. Well, I think they'll be releasing people to go back to work, but I don't know how they're going to handle that in movie. I think where you're going to see different people go back. And others not. You know what I mean? I think they're going to kind of, you know, I don't think it's going to be like floodgates open, everybody go, you know? Right. <laughs> it's going to be this one and then this one and this one, you know? So I don't know. I don't know what Hollywood and Vancouver and all that. I know. I'm so not be. knowledgeable enough. No. Like we know. talk like we know what we're talking Good about. Enough, <laughs> we really don't. <laughs> yeah. You know, it happens. Um, oh, Tasha. That's the one I we needed to do. She, we got to break down all the female characters and the way their arcs were handled, what we liked, what we would change. Female character Ooh. arcs. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. We can do that. So, yeah, if you've got specific questions, feel free. You know, my inbox is open, too, so fire it away there. and All good. Is that it? Did I drag Steve enough? <laughs> I'm going to do another 20 minutes. Listen. <laughs> We already, the reasons we didn't like him before this podcast were that we thought he was extremely flippant about his fans. We thought he, um, we didn't like how he doubled down on the tasteless things he would say sometimes. We um, didn't like, you know, he'd, he'd say these problematic things and instead of trying to learn and acknowledge and be better, he'd just double down on it. And that we found that extremely frustrating. 
That is 100% true. You know, I would say your admiration and view of an actor or actress, because the person I'm obsessed with is Oliver Queen. Okay, that's why I always like yeah. to talk to Mark. And like, this that's is where, all where it's in really life. good to be able to separate. Like, you got to separate them. And the I character. don't look at Steve and think, okay, no. he's Oliver Queen. I look at Steve and I'm like, he's a good actor who plays Oliver Queen. And it was super fun to meet him. And I had good experiences with him. I'm not taking anything away from my experiences. And I can still appreciate those experiences and call him out on his bullshit. Um, Absolutely. And I think 100%. as the years have gone on, you know, I remember how he was with fans in the beginning. Yes, I remember season you two. You know, Cal very well. has been he around the longest, and I floated in in season three. How appreciative, how warm and welcoming and encouraging, and he was he was kind of a standout in that particular department. He was so open with fans. And very open and... with fans. And, you know, I, his Facebook page was really kind of a community thing. And it was really fun when Steve would post a video and he would answer fan questions. And, and he'd do fan art Friday. Fan art Friday. And, and he really and... cared about the show, too. Like, he was invested. Like, he would remember what episode Oliver said this, you know. And he, he had opinions about the show that, yeah, they agreed with mine and that was pleasant for me. Um... But as time has gone on, and this is not uh, not atypical uh, in my experience, you, you know, as their success, as they get tired of doing the show and they want to move on to the next thing, I personally feel that his <sighs> involvement with fans took a decline. And he had done a couple things where he was uh, – Steve fires off a tweet – um, and, Ill, and listen, we've all fired off ill-advised tweets at times. You know, it can be an emotional thing on Twitter. And you just fire out the first thing that you say. Um, there were some political things going on uh, that he would double down on. And my yeah. issue with his is when you double down on your mistakes, you're really not. Well, the thing is, is those of us who were around and remember the incident with the boy from Texas. There was the boy from Texas. And then there was and, the Blue Mosque. Yeah, but the, the, these are separate yep. things. Mm-hmm. What, what, the boy from Texas, he said something, and a lot of fans got really upset, and a fan made a video discussing why what, what Steve said had been was wrong and hurtful and sent it to him. Steve saw the video and responded, and it was a really... It was a big, genuine. Yeah, it was video. a big like night in was, fandom because everyone was like, "Wow, that was really great that he spoke to a really fan." Great because he was hum- he humbled himself, right? We're and like, okay. he listened, and everybody and was felt, really ready to move on after that. And it felt great. And then what was it? Several years later, so it says, was like a year nah, or two. I take it back. Yeah, he was like, "Oh yeah, some." I talked to some fan, and you know, it was basically bullshit. And I take everything I said back. You're like, okay. And it was like. Really? And the then one thing that fandom was all like so proud of you for doing, you just take right. it back. And for me, because the you real had to admit you were wrong. Oh my god! For my personal, I'm done. It was the blue. Mosque. It was the blue mosque. Yeah. And what they did and the said mosque. regarding the blue mosque and what that person was saying was bad enough. But in yeah. his, it just in his in his defense of it. He basically said he only gives a shit about fans if they're shoving cash in his hand. Like, I'm only going to care about fans if they're standing right in front of me. Here's the problem. The only way you get to stand right in front of Stephen Amell is if you are at a convention and you are handing him a fistful of money. So that says it all there about what 
whatever time and attention Steve is going to give to his fans and how it relates. Now, you may not personally have a problem with that. Okay, that's fine if that wasn't your last straw. I really did not. The way he phrased it, what he said, I don't even remember it like word for word, but it was I'm in the ballpark. Um, I found incredibly insulting, particularly someone who had spent a shit ton of money at conventions. I wasn't expecting him to be like make me his best friend, but like, you know, maybe don't trash us. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, that's shit he can say to his wife behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Don't tweet that. Like, that's just stupid. So I was like, well, that, I was like, well, we just solved the problem. He doesn't get any more money from us. And then, you know, it's just been a slow degrading since then, you know? And this is the crap he does. And I feel there is an arrogance to him, an ego uh, that I do not find attractive. And... You know, that's just kind of where I'm at on it. And most of the time when he does stupid shit, which he does stupid shit, I would say, every month. There's probably something on his Instagram, on his Twitter, on whatever. And I do feel like this go around, I got to be honest, this felt to me attention getting. Because he's not, like, he's fairly social media savvy. So him posting a quarantine is going to get him attention. I'm sensing and a little bit. using the pandemic. Right, for, for attention. And listen, I gave into it. He got attention from me. But, you know, we're all bored. It's fine. <laughs> but it, I feel an underlying, and this is just my impression, and I'm probably wrong, but I feel like an underlying sense of uh, panic from him that um, now that the on the ween sh- that, that now the show is over and people don't seem as invested in him and he's looking for ways to drum up that investment again yeah you're not gonna snake this me this not, way asshole so this is not how you do it honey yeah this isn't how you do it so i personally feel in any of the situations where now i don't agree with people who are like tweeting him personally and saying you were no. whatever um and attacking I, his I'm, wife or I'm wishing violence where you on them. just wash your hands and walk away right now that's am i gonna right. rant about him on a podcast with my friend yeah yeah that's fine because we're already doing the podcast <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> no i'm not like stalking his twitter and no no i don't need to tell him to his face that he's a shit state. No, I actually you know tweeted I mean? something out. I tweeted out, hey, if you're not listening to the quarantine rules, you're an asshole. And that was yeah. actually not, people took it as like, oh, that's directed at Steve. I was like, well, sure, incorporate. If he's not listening to the quarantine rules, feel free to incorporate there's him. There's a whole shit ton of Steve. people who aren't doing it. And I'm yeah. hearing about it today. And I'm getting pretty pissed off because people I love are at risk because the people they live with are not listening. Not okay. And sometimes okay. I use Twitter to express my rage. <laughs> You know, it's it, not everything has to do with arrows. As all as we all do. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's really the long and short of it with me and Steven. Now, I can love Oliver Queen. I can love Arrow. And I yep. don't have to love Steve. And I still exactly. appreciate his acting. I think he's a great actor. The main reason I picked 301 is I think he did a fit. It's like my favorite Stephen Amell acting scene. I thought he did a beautiful job in that scene. See? And, you know, it can be I, many things all at once. It's a complicated relationship. <laughs> Here's another thing. I don't like Stephen, but I like Stephen as Oliver. Yeah. Now, I don't want to imagine no. another actor playing Oliver no. opposite Emily as Felicity. I don't want that. I don't want that image in my head. I want 
Stephen is Oliver because that's what I like. And I can just sit there and be like, the actor is a piece of shit. Right. But when they hand him a page full of words to say and he says them, he says them that's and makes what I me, like. Yeah, it feels all the things. <laughs> this is a great example. Okay, I, now as a 16-year-old girl, I had not maybe fully accepted that David Boreanaz wasn't going to marry me. <laughs> I eventually came to that conclusion, but it took a couple of years. Me and David were a real possibility in my mind for a little bit there. Um, didn't know how it was going to happen, but someday. Uh, so there was a huge scandal with David Boreanaz. This happened during his bone years where he uh, was cheating on his wife. And there was a horrible scandal. He was getting blackmailed for it. And it was just seedy and gross. And you're like, oh. You're like, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be married to him anymore. And But did it did – it, did it change my feelings about Angel and Buffy and Angel and the episodes on Buffy that I was in or even Angel the TV show? No. So I can look at a behavior of David Boreanaz and be like, okay, that's gross. Don't cheat on your wife. And I still like his yeah. acting. Exactly. The two things. It's, it's, the it's two the things. multifaceted people. And this is also being able to separate the actor from the character also helps maybe – curtail a little bit of the I need these two actors to get together I have never now. seen a situation where I mean I'm so listen I am so I don't care what happens to Steven in his personal life I really don't no. I am so glad the show is over so that whatever yes. is going on in his so personal life is the care. fuck with my show that it's literally where Callie and I were just <laughs> praying to Jesus yes. that the show would end without yes. any major whatever yeah. In any way. Same. Just <laughs> let it be over. And then they can do whatever the fuck they want. But we just were like, please don't. Please don't. Please don't. But it's it's just one of those things that I'm really glad <laughs> that I was able to separate that. And that I, I, because there was a time that I tap danced with the trash. <laughs> and I think a lot of people tap danced with it. Well, it's kind of, it's a fun, it's a, it's a bizarre, it's, you get sucked into it very easily. It's very easy. Because it's more, in. it's almost like. But I got sucked right back. <laughs> it's almost like, <laughs> it's like when you pick up People Magazine, the action of picking up People Magazine is you are investing in gossip. Yeah, basically. It's a lot of gossip. And here's the thing. I understand why people do it. But when I started to see the 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 uglier side. Of, well, my of thing him, is any I was just like, you know, I really actually don't even if it was a thing, I don't I don't like it. Well, yeah, I, I have I some my own that. personal morality really things about things. We're <laughs> just going to leave it at that. It's just me. Um, I also have just, I am permanently and forever scarred by the Vampire Diaries. And I, yeah. and listen, no, there's so no good. amount of Nina Dobrev saying, oh, I just left because my six-year contract was up. No, you left because you and Ian Summerhalder couldn't stand each other after they dated for like two years. And it. It blew up my ship, you guys. I would have had a Stelina Endgame. It's never going to be okay. I'm permanently scarred from it. And now I just never want the actors to date. It's literally never. where all my trauma comes from. I just never. don't. I don't even care if they're single. I don't want no. them to date. Date after the no. show. Like, yeah, no. No just dating. Just, no, stop it. Of any kind. Get <laughs> Zip away. Zip it up. But, <laughs> but it's just one of those things that it just... 
Because I, I worship I, at the altar of my fictional characters. That is whose happiness I am invested I in. I'm glad that I slipped out of it before I started to dislike. I think, I feel like I everybody, in a lot of ways, we're all a little bit trash. We were. And, in and season and it, three and while, four. And then, and then, like, I don't know. It's just like and then it was season was like, five, oh. and the darkness came. And we were like, darkness oh. came, and we were like, oh, no, thank you. I don't want it anymore. Well, you know, and then it and started then to get the real. And the thing happened, and I'm like, okay, well, now he's just a piece well, of Well, yeah, and you're like, yeah, if there was something, yeah. I don't want her anywhere near him. She deserves better than that, so whatever. Yeah. So. And this is, of no, course, positing no, that there's even no. anything ever going on, which nobody knows if there actually no. is. So I don't think. I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't really. I don't, it's kind of like 20 ugh. years from now. Now they can do an e-true no. Hollywood story and I mean, all twenty years now be like, oh my god, I remember that show. <laughs> I'll be like, ah. in the sixties, hopefully oh we're getting god. close to retirement. What is this? Maybe we'll mess? maybe we'll recover have recovered by this disaster zone of an economy yeah, and global kidding, right? pandemic by then. Oh my god. We'll watch it and I'll like call Jen up from the nursing home. Like, like, oh my god, Jen. <laughs> remember we when call we me this up. We're gonna be in the nursing oh home together. That's the plan. Okay. Can I tell you, my mom is so funny. Like, my mom and dad, like, they've seen some shit, okay? Like, my parents, their life story is insane. It's amazing they're functioning in- individuals. But so, like, whenever this stuff goes down, they're very calm. <laughs> so my husband had his hours cut back. And I wasn't really freaking out because I was like, we're very grateful that he's still employed, which there's, like, 10 million people who don't have that. So we were very, very relaxed. So I just called her to, like, nice. let her know. You know, this is what's going on. She's like, okay, here's plan A, plan B, plan C. And she's like, and plan D is the world's going to end. We're going to move in with you guys when we're older anyways. So we'll just do it now because none of us can afford to live by ourselves. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I told my husband, I was like, just so you know, that could be happening sooner. He's like, it's fine. But see, like that, like, it's like, it's like that stuff that's real going on. I understand why people are like. Do we really need to yell about Stephen Amell? Like, people are dying. I understand that point. But also, that's why we're yelling at Stephen Amell. But also, that's why we're yelling at Stephen Amell. (laughs) Like, that's why we're upset, is because this shit is going on. He's not taking the death seriously. That's how I feel. And I don't know. It's been like a three-week quarantine, guys. I need something to yell about. We're stuck. <laughs> Maybe guys. he's doing like a community service. So it's like we can just like yell about that. See there, I twisted it around for you. Sure. So yeah, so you guys can stop asking me and Cal why don't we like Steve. That's why we don't like Steve. <laughs> it's been a slow degrading over the years of our yeah. admiration for him. And we're pretty much at, you know, he can the just- low bar. <laughs> so... Now, that's not to say if you like to go see him at conventions, if you like to go do this, if, if you like to if you he think he's the bee's knees. Wonderful guy. Keep thinking he's wonderful. And I'm guy. not taking away go from any of the wonderful things that he has done. He has done some wonderful things. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm just made the personal choice not to cut him a check ever again in my yeah. life. My husband was very happy about that decision. Yeah, so is mine. He's like, thank God we don't have to have any Man, more of that wine. fucking over. I know you ordered the wine. At least I didn't do the wine. I had the wine. I did I all the, the t-shirts. Wine. And my my husband was so happy when I stopped that wine. He's like, that was not good wine. It was swill. Like, oh, if you were ever wondering what. Here, we'll, spoiler. <laughs> we'll tell you what the knocking point tastes like. Um, swill. The church wine 
that I drink oh, yeah. that is consecrated into Jesus's blood is that. better than that. Yes. And I'm pretty sure they order that box wine wholesale. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, that's so, all I'm gonna say. It's, it's not. It's not the best one. And mm-hmm. I bought it because I was a loyal hoe. You were a loyal hoe. See, that's the thing. <laughs> we were loyal bitches. And if you, I mean, the, you have to understand the depths of which he has hacked us off. It's pretty bad. So. <laughs> so we're just like, no, you're done. It's honey. like we were flipping out the first go around. We're like, oh, I'm maybe. I'm not ready to throw the whole Listen, show in the whole we just, the how many years no. did we say it's a just dude didn't. bro thing? <laughs> How many times did we give him the dude bro excuse? He's just, as, okay. he's a frat boy with money. Dude. He doesn't know what he's, he's talking about. He's just a dude, just a dude with a bro in his hat. Else. Like, that was always another, guess what? That's not what's going no. on. No. He's a dick. So if you love him, this is like, it's like people watch, listening to our podcast um, who are Flash fans. So how is it I that we came understand. back around to I said, do we need to yell about more Steven? This... And you said, yeah. Oh, I did? I <laughs> well, we started doing this. it. Okay. Well, it got to, like, there was another question, too, on the, why don't you like Steven? So I've never really answered it either. I've been dodgy. Well, it's just but like. But we all might die, so, you know, why not? I could be on a ventilator next week. Time to get confessional. <laughs> I'm sorry, my humor about my own health care is very dark. I find it funny, nobody else finds it funny. See, Callie's not laughing. Callie's my husband. (laughs) (laughs) It's a coping mechanism. I've been way worse post-operative, just so you know. Anyways, I think that's it long and short get anything else cal <laughs> she's just laughing at me am i crazy we all knew we were gonna get to crazy jen eventually she's arrived listen we've all been a little crazy for like the last three weeks so i mean yeah did i need to yell about steven for 30 minutes this last month has been the longest no and in my, my usual right mind we would have we would have kept it to 10 you know, but listen, these podcasts are just only going to get more. Netflix ain't releasing shit fast enough. I've watched all the things. Mark said he was writing movies, and I was like this close to asking him to send me scripts. <laughs> just, just like film it in your backyard with your daughter like, and put it up on. I'm like, there. yeah. I'm like, I would you send me what you're writing, please? I've watched everything. <laughs> And you're this my main you, source of entertainment is, content, and this, you're not fucking working. This is where you need to read more fan I know. I got to go back to fic. I was really heavy in the fic. And now I got to go back to it. Because, like, I read it, and then I read it again, and then I leave comments. I have a whole process. Okay. Because well, I know that. people work so hard, and I like <laughs> to leave very well thought out, because I, like, read it, and go, then it's like, and go then I go that. back. I can go back right and now. do it again, and then I'll leave my go comments. <laughs> Because I was like, I'm not kidding you. I was this close. Could you perhaps send me the script of whatever movie you are currently writing so I may read it? Go, 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 go read Fick. Okay, I'll go read Fick. That makes more sense. Than, leave than, leave than Marcus than alone. But I will ask him about the twins thing. Okay, guys? I'll yes, get an answer on that. Yeah. 
because the show may because never get picked up. Will be, of course, they're twins. Shut the fuck up. Although, he I just like get... his last answer. He's not going to care. Do you remember his last answer? What was it? Last week? Two weeks ago? Five years ago? I don't remember. A hundred years ago? Where time has stopped and the world is no longer turning? Anyhow, where he said that Felicity knew in the man. Otherwise, yeah! And I was like, ow! Ow! No! We're not gonna go with that! I'm sorry, That Marcus, she but... knew? So, okay, Jen, Jen, no, listen. Didn't you see that? Because, see that yeah, because, okay, I saw okay. it today, no, and I was like, no, what the motherfrack? No, in your email to him, I want you Can to Can I be like, him. well, I have to wait for him to write me back, otherwise I get stalkery. <laughs> like, there's a you whole process. You already sent the email? I sent, he, I sent him an email, he responded, and I responded back to that email, so then he's going to respond back to my email, and then I can ask him all the questions. <sighs> okay, well, in the same email Because if I don't, as... then he skips over my shit, and I like him okay, to answer all my points. Thing. <laughs> Jennifer. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> Ask him both the twin thing and tell him he's wrong about Felicity. I will tell him. In the same. Felicity didn't know. No, she did not. Head cannon not accepted. No, sir. You take that back. Rejected. This is like him saying, (laughs) this is like him saying that Susan didn't know about the tattoo. This is exactly the same situation. Remember when Susan was like, wasn't like specifically having sex with Oliver to see the Bratva tattoo, and we were all like, "That was super gross." And he's like, "She didn't, she didn't have sex with him to see the Bratva tattoo." I'm like, "Yes, Would she you did." Fucking watch the episode and see the way you cut scenes together because she absolutely did. See, I still get very angry. Okay, uh, we need to, we need to stop. We have a lot of emotion. I need to go drink need something. To go, I need some boozy. <laughs> Badly, we're getting into the swirl of rage. It's not healthy. It's not a healthy headspace. Okay. Well, I hope you guys are all safe. Number one, stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay home. Stay home. If you are feeling symptomatic, go get yourself to a doctor. And only like, and if you're one of those essential employees, if you're a doctor, you work at a grocery store, you're you're out there doing shit for the people of us that have to stay home. You are heroes. Keep fighting the good fight. Amen. Wear your masks. Wash your hands. We love you. Stay healthy. Instacart delivery people. Grocery workers Jesus are asking Christ. for hazard pay. And if we need to get like a whole online GoFundMe momentum, I am behind that 100%. Because I yeah. literally can't leave my house and have no way to get food without these people. So yeah. bless you. Um, so. Yeah. And then if you are unemployed... I'm sorry. Best wishes for Sucks you guys. Sucks ass. Honestly. I hope the pittance check. <laughs> I hope. I hope that the, the measly little. I hope that they tap another four trillion. Do you ever like think in the back of your head, how are we going to pay this back? I try not to think about that, but um. Don't think about that. I, I sincerely <laughs> hope. First of all, we're all in Please. it in varying levels. There's no company that hasn't been hit. So um, my sincerest hope is once they get things up and running that you guys will all Listen, get your Listen, when they get back. things up and running, they're going to need people to, to do, do the, the runnings and the things. So. And you're already all well-trained right. to do those things. So file so for, un- if you think you can't file for unemployment, you are wrong. File, get your extra $600 a, a week too. Okay? Mama Jen says. Y'all. Stay safe. Stay safe. Bye. Bye, friends.
Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye! Bye.